I'm going to tell you, this is, I'm going to tell you one of the things that that has always made me um, a valuable asset to whatever team I um, joined or whatever job I was part of, whether they realized it or not, or realized it after I left that place. Um, I have a strong customer service and sales background. Now, even when I was in sales, uh, actually, it was only one um, one time when I was in sales where I would bump heads with, like, the managers, right? And it was in car sales. It was actually my first time uh, selling cars. I didn't know anything about cars, nothing. I, at that time, I could not tell you the difference between a car and a truck, an SUV. I, I literally did not know the difference between these things. But I was the top salesperson um, every month. I sold the most cars. Also, on top of that, um, everybody that I sold cars to were strangers. And then I also um, noticed that, like, a lot of the salespeople, they were always selling to family and friends. And it's no it's no shade on that. But you don't learn any... that You don't learn a skill with stuff given to you, right? So... They were always selling to family and friends, but you can't sell to family and friends every month, right? So if you like the the skill of sales, customer service, talking to people, you're gonna suffer because you're not you don't know you can't like there's no way you're gonna have the same person in your family buy a car this month and next month as they just balling like that, right? So on on a reality level. <laughs> That's why they um they suffered. So when I when I when I was a um, salesperson, I never sold to friends and family. Everybody I sold to was a stranger to me. Um, I sold to people that um, never stepped foot into the dealership. Because actually, um, when I was selling cars, that what that's what got me into my camera. You know, taking pictures and stuff. I had a customer in the state of Washington that wanted a car that we had at our dealership. So what I did, I went out there with my camera, took pictures inside and out, showed them everything that was wrong with the vehicle because I didn't want them to feel like they were duped. I wasn't going to lie to them because they couldn't, you know, step foot into the dealership. Also, um, I had made like a, a car commercial and made a, a jingle, the post online for that dealership too. And it was like my first time just doing it. I had my camera. I was, I was out of control. I had my camera. <laughs> but anyways, um, the, the things that I was doing ended up getting me promoted into, uh, like a sale internet sales manager position within a month. So, um I was on the sales floor for 30 days and then they promoted me to the internet sales uh position because of everything that I was doing. But anyways, um back to um my sales skills. Like as a car salesman, I figure you depend on return sales, you know, or a uh, word of mouth sales, you know. So if you, to me, if you lie to your customers and they feel like you lied to them or they duped you, are they going to come back to you? No, I'm not. I'm thinking of me. If I, if I ever, like, for instance, if I called your dealership and I said, if you had a specific car here and they tell me, yeah, and then when I get there, it's not there. And I feel like you lied to me. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to leave. So you just wasting my time. You wasting my gas. You don't care. Because you lied to me, and I know they don't care because they wouldn't have done it. I'm not coming back. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. I'm, I might not even shop at that brand anymore because you like like that's just how I am. So 
if I feel like the cars and and, it's, and, it, and it was always a, like I didn't notice at the time when I was selling cars that it like sell car salesmen had bad reputations. I did not know that because um people that I've met after that, when you tell them oh I sold cars, they just look at you like you're automatically a liar, right? So, not all car salesmen are liars. Majority of them probably are because that's what's taught to them by the people that was there um, before them. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I probably bumped heads with my sales manager. So I sold the most cars every month and it was just, it was this tactic that they would do. They would have like, like we had another guy on the sales floor. I would say he's a weaker, he's a weaker person. Like if you were a bully, you would target this guy. So some people, some men probably looked at him as a, as a weak individual. So what he, he couldn't like get the sale or get the customer to, um, you know, stay or whatever. They will, uh, they would, they, cause they would force him to say certain things and do certain things. And then they would come out and save the day when he was just doing what they told him to do. So ultimately it made him look like the bad guy to the customer and the customer looking at the sales manager and like, oh, okay, you're better. I don't want to talk to that guy. Mad at him, but he was just doing what they told him to do. That cause they was making him force certain things or say certain things. And then they come in like they had no idea what he was doing, what he was saying, you know, but I would never do that. I would literally like, I was like the middleman for my customer and for the, uh, the, the sales manager. I won't let them use me like that. And they kind of got pissed about that. Um, but I didn't care because I was the sales, I was the top salesperson, you know what I mean? And, and, um, I had a rapport with my customers and my customers would come back to me. So I'm not about to screw my customer off because you're used to doing this shady stuff and you want to make the sale. I'm making the sale. Like I know I, I, through me talking to people, regardless of what I'm selling, I knew if they if they're ready to buy now, or if they're going to come back, or if they're just looking. Those are three things that I had to figure out within the first minute of talking to somebody. I understood if they was either going, they were ready to buy today, or they was going to buy, they're going to come back, or they just looking. Those are the three things that I identified for the just looking ones. I would just be like, okay, I will let them just look. You know what I mean? I'm not about to keep harassing you and following you around because I already know they're not going to buy. For the ones that was ready to buy, like I never bought them anybody that was not ready to buy. I just knew, you know, just from talking, like, I just knew. Um, now my first sales experience was when well, I sold fine China. So during the day I was selling fine China to rich people. Like I couldn't believe the amount of money people was spending on these plates. So I'm just like, it's ridiculous. These are like regular plates to me, but whatever, like these people spend all this money on these plates. And then um, at nighttime, I used to unload trucks. Um, and back then, the type of trucks, trailers that we I would unload, they would be like 53-foot trailers or 28-foot trailers with the drop. I call them um, the belly. I guess they got them as pubs now, whatever. But, you know, in packages ranging anywhere from, you know, uh, 5 pounds up to 100 pounds. You know, they'd be in these trucks, weird-shaped things, loud things, whatever. And, um... You know, I was one of the top unloaders, you know, and that's how I stayed in shape back then. Like I was, I was cut up. Like this is really before I went into the military, but, um, my sales experience started with selling fine China. And then my work ethic was with me unloading the truck. So I was doing two, both at the same time. Um, uh, had both my kids, my, my older two at the time. So I'm a single mom. I'm working two jobs. Um, Sometimes I, um, at that time I was still doing hair. 
So I had three three sources of income coming in at that time. So I know I know it'll be a lot of people out here who will argue with me and they be like, this is how we do it. And everybody know that's how they do it. But I'm telling you, I've never had to lie to anybody to make a sale. So you don't have to be a liar to be a good salesperson and to be successful. You don't have to be a liar. You don't have to mislead people because if you if you if you mislead them and you lie to them, like I said, and they feel that way. Like, how would you feel? How how are you going to feel if you feel like that person misled you and lied to you? Are you going to continue to do business with them? If you don't come back and try to get your money back or a refund, you're not coming back to them. You probably won't even come back to that establishment. So you have in a, in a, in a, in the, in the words of sales, you had two different type of peoples in this world. You had the ones that lie and will mislead. And then you have the ones that won't. Which ones are you going to do business with? Which one do you prefer doing business with? You have to think about that. 